0: So today we're reading from Matthew chapter 23 and verse 25. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you clean the outside of the cup and the plate, but inside they are full of greed and self-indulgence. You blind Pharisee, first clean the inside of the cup so that the outside may become clean. What are you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites? For you are like whitewashed tombs, which the outside look beautiful, but inside they are full of bones of the dead and all kinds of filth. So you also on the outside look righteous to others, but inside you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. Yeah, so here again, Jesus is giving the woes to the religious leaders There will be seven of them. We're getting towards the end of them. This one specifically addresses this issue of outward appearance versus inward reality. I think in our day, we're still seeing this in the church. Um, I can't count probably the number of really high influential leaders who have fallen in the last several years. Uh, I think there's a couple reasons for that. One is uh, especially that maybe we pastors weren't made for fame. Maybe that's not what success looks like in the kingdom of God. That would be one one thing I would think about. Um, but also, it is there is a huge temptation for all of us, not just leaders. And we leaders, people who get up and speak for the Lord especially, there's a temptation to try to look apart to try to look like we have it all together, to try to look like we've got it figured out. There's something about literally putting someone up on a platform. I speak from a platform every week, and it's really just so people can see, right? But there is this kind of thing where we tend to elevate ourselves, maybe unintentionally. Um, And when we feel that kind of elevation, either by others or by ourselves, uh, there's a huge temptation to try to look the part, to try to look good, to try to look holy, to try to look pure. And Jesus continually will tell these Pharisees, and it's not just for leaders, let me tell you that. It's for everybody in the church. There's, there's this tendency to come to church or, or even out in the world and try to look like a Christian, like what you think a Christian should look like. And Jesus says that is not the way to go about it at all. That if you're working on the outward stuff, so, so maybe it's like language and maybe it's like, you know, outwardly trying to breathe in a happy face or maybe outwardly trying to be kind. But, you know, inwardly, there's all this kind of hatred and discord and jealousy and anger, resentment, lust, all, all these like things, greed. Uh, when these things are dwelling inside, then what's actually happening is you're just whitewashing a tomb, Jesus says. Jesus says, if you know on the inside that that stuff's not right and you're trying to play a part on the outside for everyone else, I mean, maybe it's just like your spouse or your family, or maybe it's a whole church you're trying to impress, or maybe you're a leader of people and you're trying to keep up an image. Whatever it is, when you do that, that is, I mean, pure and simply, Jesus says it twice in this passage, hypocrisy, first of all, but... Eventually, we know, and we've seen this in the world, that the stuff on the inside is going to come out. And so what Jesus is encouraging these religious leaders, and remember the woes in these passages aren't just, oh, you're terrible people. It's come back to me, turn around, repent. It's always with the idea that these leaders will follow Jesus. Uh, The woes are, are saying, hey, here's what you need to do. You need to clean out the inside. You need to let God do the work. You need to let God change your heart, not try to look apart on the outside. And and so this has not changed one bit since Jesus' day. The hugest temptation, the hugest, the largest temptation for many of us. Uh, who call ourselves Christians? People who listen to things like morning meditations, who are trying to live in this way of Jesus. Uh, the temptation for all of us is just to try to look outwardly like we think a Christian will look. When Jesus says, "What you need to do is is go to the one who can change your heart," so you need to spend time. With God. So even Jesus, while Jesus was on this earth, he withdrew to lonely places and prayed. I mean, you want to talk about a popular figure? Jesus was followed around by crowds, and there was surely the temptation, we know it in the temptation in the wilderness, for Jesus to take the shortcut. There was this temptation for Jesus to take all the glory and the fame and the honor for himself instead of doing the will of the Father. But Jesus continually gets away to the Father. So even in Jesus' humanness, even though He was God, He was man, however that all works out, even in Jesus' humanness, He knew that He needed to keep the inside pure. That He needed to spend time with the Father alone. And so how much more then? Do we who call ourselves Christians, do we who want to be followers of Jesus, do we who would listen to a morning meditation on a day like this day, uh, how much more then do we need to focus on one thing? And this is the one thing it's your relationship with God. It's being connected to the source of all goodness, of all holiness, because that's the only thing that can make you good. In and of ourselves, we've proven it time and time again, we get it wrong we make messes, we hurt people, we become bitter, we become jealous, we become angry, we become resentful, we lust, we we, we are greedy kinds of people. We greed? I'm, I'm having trouble talking today, but you know what I mean. We get greedy. We are, in and of ourselves, we continually move towards these things that we don't want to do, like Paul says, Who will rescue me then from this body of death, Paul says in Romans chapter 7 and into chapter 8. And he says, thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So God is the one who can make us good. We cannot make ourselves good. Even if we're just trying to look good on the outside, that will be shown for what it is. Eventually, people will see that there is deadness on the inside. This is what Jesus says. And Jesus is encouraging these Pharisees, these teachers of the law, to get rid of all their rules, laws, regulations, all the things they do to measure themselves up with other people and to return to God, the one who can make them good, the one who can clean the inside of our hearts. And here's the truth. No one knows your heart but you and God. And so you may fool people for a long, long time and maybe even into your death, but the truth is out there. The truth always finds a way. And so, too, when God changes our heart, Scripture teaches us that good things begin to bubble up. He calls those the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And so for us, if we want to do a heart check, maybe we look at those fruit, the fruit and see... Am I being changed from the inside out? And if not, then, then there's a simple remedy. It's to return to the one who has loved you well, God himself, who will change your heart, who can make your heart good. And it may not happen all overnight. That's what we want. But God will continue to shape us, will continue to mold us, and will continue to form us so that the inside becomes clean. And then the outside will be clean as well, Jesus says.